0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erev and Daf Kufa Aleph. We're starting at the top of the daf with a brand new meshnah. Today's daf is sponsored by the Ula Nishmas Chaya Bas Reb Her Neshama should have an and the Mishnah says, mukta. a door that's meant to close the opening that leads out to a mukta, which is a back lot. This lot is not something that you usually use. It's not like a backyard or something. It's just a lot behind the house that's not usually used. And we have this door that's closing it. Now this door is not a standard door, it's not on hinges like we have. It's really just a piece of wood or something that's meant to close up the door frame. And the reason why you would or not be allowed to use this is because it might look like binion. Since it doesn't really look like a normal door, it just seems like you're trying to plug a hole in the wall, so that might be an issue of binion. And the Mishnah contains or if we have bundles of thorns that are meant to plug some sort of breech, or mats that are meant to do the same thing, you're not allowed to close up the door with it. Because again, it could look like binyin. Unless it's above the ground. Meaning, when it's not in the door, it's not resting on the ground, because then if you have to pick it up off the ground and put it inside the door, it looks like binyan. It has to be tied and hanging from the door frame, or from the wall, or from the house, in order for it to be mutter to close it on Shabbos. And the Gemara says, we have a sira, we have a door that's dragging or this mat which is dragging this thing is dragging also if it's tied and hanging behind you're allowed to use it to close the doorway on Shabbos and for sure, you're allowed to do so on Yontef. And this seems to be more make-all. it's allowed to be hanging meaning it's allowed to be even on the ground it has to be tied to the door frame or to the doorway but it doesn't have to be hanging above the ground as our Mishnah said it has to be he answers this door itself actually has its seer which usually a seer means Means a hinge, but over here it's not talking about the standard hinge that we have. Sometimes a window has a hinge that's situated in the middle of it that swivels around, and that's what its seer is. So, by is saying if this door has its seer, even though it's not actually in its frame, it's not plugged into how it should be, nonetheless, it looks like a door, so it doesn't look like binyan. Rav Amar, he says, if this door used to have its seer, so again, it looks like a door, so no one thinks that you're being Ivra on binyan. the Gemara steer for another Bai, if they're tied and hanging, and they're above the ground, even a little bit, you're allowed to close them on Shabbos, and if not, you're not allowed to close them. Now the Mfarshim grapple with how exactly this is a stero. this just seems like the previous Brasset that we learned, but whatever the question is, both Abay and Rav are consistent with their svaras of how to answer this Brasset. Either can be talking about where it has a Tzir, or it's a little bit above the ground. Rav Metarzal Tamek Shai here. It had its here, so it looks like a door. Or again, it's a little bit above the ground. So again, it's not going to look like Benyin. And the Gemara continues. Tanravban and Seichakaitzim. We have branches of thorns, v'chavilin or bundles. Sheiskinu appears as a They were all set up and prepared to plug a hole in the chater. If they're hanging and tied, nayilin behem Shabbos. You're allowed to close them on Shabbos. For sure, you're allowed to do so on Yom Tov. And Tanravchia dal salmana a widowed door hanigreis which is dragging. A nayilin ba. You're not allowed to use it to close up the door frame on Shabbos what exactly is this Some say it has only one board, it's not made up of two or more boards, so therefore it doesn't look like a door, and if you use it on Shabbos, it looks like binyan. and some say it doesn't have brackets that are holding the pieces of the wood together so again, it doesn't look like a normal door, and it looks like binyin, if we have a bonfire meaning a whole pile of wood, if you want to build up this pile of wood you could start from top down, meaning you could have two people holding up a piece of wood, and and other people could place wood underneath it, but we mata lamala Aser, You now want to build it from ground up. Why is this? Because that's building an oil on Shabbos. And the whole issue of building an oil on Shabbos is only when you're building it the normal way that it's done, which is usually you first build the walls and then you place the covering on top. But over here, they're holding the covering up, they're holding up the beams first, and then they're placing things underneath it. That wouldn't be said The same thing's with an egg. If you want to cook an egg, you would first hold up the egg and then you'd place the wood underneath it. The same thing's with a pot. If you want to place it on top of two barrels, you would hold up the pot and place the barrels. Underneath it. If you want to set up a collapsible bed, you would set up the top of the bed frame first and then the legs go underneath it. And same things with the barrel. On top of other barrels, you would hold up one barrel and then place two barrels underneath it. And once we're on the topic of thorns, was an epicurus that told her, you're a thorny one. Because it says about you, even their best, meaning the best of Kleisrael, is just like a thorn. Armelay responded, Shatya, fool, shuffle and save it to Why don't you go to the end of the Pasuk? Techsevit says over there, Yasher and Mesucha, they're straight like a shelter, like a sukkah, meaning they're so straight, they protect us like a sukkah. Meaning the Pasuk's not being derogatory, it's saying something nice. So, what does it mean that their best is like a thorn? Kshem Shachadaka alalu, just like these thorns. Meginim alapirza, they protect a breach. They do not allow intruders to get through that breach. So, to the best of us. megidim alenu, they protect over us. Alternatively, what does that mean? They crush their shim Shenemar says in the pasuk, "Kumi v'doishiv Sion, arise and thresh, daughter of Tzion. Kikarnech asim barzal, because your thorns I'm going to make into iron, uparseh seich asim nechusha, and your hoves I'm going to make brass. V'hadikos amim rabim, and you're going to crush many people." And the Mishnah continues. a person shouldn't stand in Rishus Yachid and open the door that's in Rishus Rabbim, or Rishus Rabbim, Rishus stand in Rishus and open the door that's in the Yachid because we're afraid he's going to take the key back to where he's standing, and then he's going to be over for a transfer from Rishus to Rishus Yachid, or vice versa. Unless he makes a machitza of ten tefachim around himself, so then it's considered like he's in the right Rishos. That's Remeir's opinion. Amrulai, they responded to him. There's a story with the shuk in the marketplace of the butcher's. There's in Yerushalayim they would close the door and they would place the key that was in the window on top of the Pesach so we see that they weren't afraid of doing this He says it was really the wool market and it wasn't the butcher's market but either which way we see that this is a problem with what Rav Meir was saying and now the Gemara asks Rabbanan the way that they responded to Rav Meir. Am Rav Meir he had said Rosh Hashanah Rabim Inu and their response to him was about a Carmelist, because Yerushalayim this shuk was in Yerushalayim and Yerushalayim a Carmelist, Am Rav Amrav Chana, Am Rav Yechonon Yerushalayim If not for the fact that the doors were closed that night, Chayvenolam Isham Rosh Rabim, we would be chay for carrying Rosh Rabim. So really Yerushalayim is considered a Carmelist, So why are they responding to him talking about a Carmelist, when he was talking about Rosh Amrav Rabim? answers Kan Kanim Prat says that. Yerushalayim is considered a karmelus. is talking before there were a lot of gaps made in the wall of Yerushalayim but over here meaning our Mishnah is talking about after there was a lot of gaps in the wall of Yerushalayim and Yerushalayim is actually considered like a Roshul Surabim and not a karmelus. Rav Amar he says the safe of the Mishnah the Chum's response is actually talking about a gatehouse of a garden And this is what they're saying a person also should not stand in Roshul yachid and open a door that's in a karmelus or stand in the karmelos and open the doors and rishus yachid and it's not limited to rishus ram rishus yachid kofal foam and on the top. Alim can't os mechitsa gubayas or tefachim unless there's a mechitsa that's ten tefachim around him. Divrav meir and amrulai they responded to him. Ma'asev shuk shel patamim. There's a story in this butcher's market. Shai brushlime was in Yerushalayim. They would close the door. Ma'nechnis maftech b'chaloyin. They would leave the key in a window. Shal gabeyah pesach. that was above the opening. And rabbi Yisui imr shuk shel tamarim haya. It was actually the wool and shuk. But we see that it's not only with rishus ram rishus yachid. It's also an issue with the karmelos. Now as we continue. This Gemara, we're going to be talking about locking a door, and this lock that we're going to be discussing is not the locks that we have that are embedded in our door. It was actually a box on the outside of the door frame. It was connected to the door frame, but it was its own little box, and we're going to be discussing the issue or the potential issues of putting a key in it or taking it out. Is it considered its own rishos or is it not considered its own rishos? And the Gemara says, gina. We have the openings of the door of a garden, Bismarck Shiash if it has a base jar, it has a little gatehouse, on the inside of the garden, you could open it and close it from the inside. If it has this little gatehouse on the outside, you could close it and open it on the outside. If it has this gatehouse on both sides of the doorway, so you could open and close on both sides. If it doesn't have a gatehouse on either side of the door, so you're not allowed to open it on either side. And the reason why this last case would be us, or is because this lockbox that we're talking about, the lock that's connected to the door, is considered Roshasa Yachid the ground and it's four tfachim wide it's quite a large lockbox and then we have this issue if we don't have a roshas yachad around it if it doesn't have this little gatehouse so then we have a problem of transferring from roshas yachad to roshas rabim or vice versa or to a carmelis and the price continues we have a store that's open into the roshas ram if this lockbox is below 10 tfachim you can bring a key from Erev Shabbos and you could place it on the landing the next day meaning on Shabbos, you could open it and close it iskupa, and you could return the key to the landing. However, if this lockbox is above 10 Fachim, you bring the key from Erev Shabbos, you have to place it in the lockbox itself. You could put it back into its place. That's Erev's opinion. Even if this lockbox is above 10 Fachim, you could bring the key of Erev Shabbos, you could leave it on the landing. You could open it and close it and put it back in its place on the landing. You can even place it in the window on top of the opening. However, that window is four by four; then it's aser. Why? Because it's like you're taking it from one rishos to another. And now we analyze me. the fact that this said, and also storefronts. Meaning, we had first spoken about this garden entranceway that has or doesn't have this gatehouse around it, and then we said, and also storefronts. And also storefronts. And this landing that's in front of the store has the status of a karmos. It's four wide, but it's not 10 fachim high. So, hi, man. What exactly is this lockbox? How does it look? If it's not 4' wide, so, why should you not be allowed to use the key, take it in and out, and place it back on the scoop? If it is 4' wide, so, behold, Their abundance said their shita in that also, that even if this lockbox is 10 fachim high, maybe you're still allowed to bring the key, of you're allowed to place it on the landing the next day, you're allowed to close it and open the door through. You're allowed to put it back on the, back on the you could even place it on a window that's above the opening. You're carrying from and that's usur. why would Chum allow you to do that? So it's not four by four. The door itself is thick enough that we technically conceptually can carve out of the doorway, and there could be four over here. U'ba and this is what the Machlech says, Rav Meir holds of and we've had this concept before that we conceptually carve into an area that we technically could carve into, and we see that we have the she'er over here. And that's Rav Meir Asr. They say, Ein chaykin We don't conceptually carve out to complete four tfachim, and since the lockbox itself is not four tfachim, so we're not going to apply chaykikin, and therefore there's no issue, it's still considered a mokim patur, and we're allowed to bring the key in and out and place Wherever we would like to, and Amar mahamas class, We learn three things from this. Sh'ma lahashlim. We see that at least according to Rav Meir, we apply chakin. Sh'ma mina of Meir was from his shita of shari of the gatehouse. We learn from the rabbanan The Rav Dimi. came. we have a place that's not four by four, The people of are allowed to adjust their burdens on it. As long as they don't use it as a normal place to exchange their items, then that's okay. We're going to pause it for the day, pick up with a brand new mission tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful day.